Welcome to season three of Tell Your Story, and it's all about love. This season, we're talking to fairly new couples about how they got together and the work it's going to take for them to stay together. So take flight with us and let God tell your love story. Welcome back, Tellers. I am sitting here with Cody and Rachel Willis. Thank you guys so much for joining the podcast today. Not a problem. How y'all doing? So first, I need y'all to just tell me a little bit about yourselves. And starting with, wait, let's start with how long you've been married. Hey, ladies first. <laughs> uh, oh, you can't deflect that question. That means you don't know. We've been married uh, <laughs> over two and a half years. November 18th coming up will be our uh, third year anniversary. Okay, he definitely knows. Good. November 16th. <laughs> two days short. Oh, you got it. <laughs> Going home now. <laughs> okay, so tell us about yourself. Whoever wants to go first. Go ahead, sweetie. I think anyone that knows me knows <laughs> I'm a beloved doggy mama. Three ridiculous fur babies. Oh, there's three. There's oh, okay. three. Um, we have one outside baby and two inside that drive us crazy. Uh, I work at a ridiculous CPA firm in downtown Shreveport as, as a runner, so I'm out of the office a good bit, thank God. Mm. <laughs> nice. So, uh, I mean, I'm kind of like Rachel. I'm a big, a big dog person. I love dogs. Um, bit of a whack job sometimes, but, uh. <laughs> Keeps it interesting. Uh, I work at a, uh, a warehouse company called CNL Supply, deliver uh, furniture and appliances. And if you can name the town, I guarantee you I've been there. Oh, wow. So you're driving all over the place. Huh? Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> so, what was your dating or like relationships like before you two met each other? What was it like for you dating? Dating life, non existent. Oh. Like, Rachel was the first girl who showed genuine interest in me. Mm. And uh, she was she wound up being my first girlfriend, my first fiance, oh. and now my first and only yes. wife. <laughs> Not your first wife, only, yes. Uh, only wife. Only, yeah, that's good, that's good. <laughs> I had tested the waters like of interest like in a couple of guys, and I'd introduced mm-hmm. myself to them and wound up sinking the ship every time. Mm. And... I had told God one January, I was like, okay, February is just you and me. I'm not no guys at all, point blank, period. Mm-hmm. And uh, I was going with some friends of mine to Winter Jam, and they were like, don't let Cody know that you're single. He'll snatch up a date with you. I'm like, who's Cody? <laughs> was my first boyfriend, my first fiance, and my only husband. So it was, it was great to have those firsts mm-hmm. together so we were able to be on the same level. That's sweet. I'm actually, I was actually in the same boat as Rachel. Uh, for a time there, I was, I was uh, praying to God and asking him or telling him that, you know, the, the qualities and the traits that I was looking for in a woman. Mm-hmm. And... Uh, you know, I, I did that for a time and just kind of stayed fo- stayed focused on that. I kept to the specifics. Yeah. And God definitely gave me more than I prayed mm. for. I love her. I love her to death. And she may drive me up the wall from time to time, but, you know, <laughs> it keeps things interesting. keeps it fun. And yeah. I told God, I was like, no guys in February. And all I could pray about was Cody. Really? He kept coming up in my prayers, kept mm. coming up in mine. I'm like, what is going on? Yeah. And so is that how y'all met? Was it at 
at Winter Jam? It was, we did meet at Winter Jam, but uh, we first were introduced, our friends set us up. Oh. And it actually was on a Sunday morning at church that we first met. Well, t- okay, tell me that. Like, so you, you agreed to being set up? Like, had you, you didn't know what each other looked like, or was it like that? So, so the uh, mutual friends that we had. Dogged us uh, for a while. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> hey, uh, one of them came to me and said, hey, I have, I have somebody I'd like you to meet. I'm like, uh, well, I mean, I'm kind of busy today, but I, I can stick around and meet her, yes, sir. Mm-hmm. And so uh, as I'm standing there holding the doors open outside the sanctuary for everyone to come out, um, he said he uh, our friend patted me on the shoulder and said she's on her way mm-hmm. and he walked off and sure enough Rachel come walking down the oh. hallway just grinning ear to ear <laughs> and we started talking and the, the first topic LSU football mm-hmm. oh <laughs> I was in their life group and I was mm-hmm. telling them like Cody was in my prayers I felt this interest growing mm-hmm. but I'm so tired of sinking the ship every time I break the ice I was like if y'all want us to introduce Pray about it. See what the Lord leads you to do, because I'm I'm backing off on this one. Yeah. And their their life group was on a Saturday morning, mm. Sunday morning. They're calling me. Hey, he wants to meet you. I'm like, what? <laughs> Work quick, huh? <laughs> it was very quick. But I lo- I love what you said because like you think about people who get in a rut with dating, you know, or keep trying or whatever. But you had to do something different mm-hmm. this time for you to see different results you know Mm -hmm. i love that that's pretty cool um so what attracted you to each other was it lsu (laughs) definitely definitely the biggest thing uh, the second biggest thing the first biggest thing of course is god jesus christ um the second biggest thing is lsu football that's what we talked about for Almost the entire conversation. Almost the entire, (laughs) yeah, she's right. We talked about our, you know, our visits uh, to Tiger Stadium in Baton Rouge. Okay. I told her how I've wanted to go to Alex Box Stadium for a baseball series. How she's been there. She stayed in the the Cook Hotel where the football team stays during the season. Mm -hmm. Um, And just one thing after another. And uh, she told me her dad was a veteran of the Air Force. Mm -hmm. And me and my family, we are huge veteran supporters and so just you know more things that we had in common just slowly started coming out right and it yeah. just gave us more to talk about mm-hmm. you feel the same that that's kind of what bonded yeah. you those things you had in common yeah like i tell people all the time like outside of god lsu's the foundation of our marriage <laughs> <But> well <laughs> like the first thing i noticed about him was his smile and his eyes mm. like i always wanted someone with blue eyes and here they are like icy blue and i'm melting. he's batting them guys <laughs> you can see <laughs> that's great so how long did you date and during that time like how did you use that dating time we dated for 11 months okay and during that time we got to know each other well i think looking back almost any couple married couple can say they could use that time differently when they dated mm-hmm. and i would say that too like you see things you could do differently like how you could got to know that person better mm-hmm. things you could change yeah and uh i would i mean i definitely don't regret it at all I mean, it was a whirlwind dating really? him and, you know, him being able to spend some time with my dad, no matter how small it was, but, you know, just being there, Cody was a great support system through all that. And it was at that point that I knew that I wanted to marry him was after dad passed away and how he handled me 
and the situation. Like, he was the biggest support system. Like, he really stepped up to the plate on that one. So that was, that happened in the middle of y'all dating? Yeah, we were about six months into our relationship. We were, we were actually in Baton Rouge for the LSU-Mississippi State football game mm-hmm. when and we were walking to the stadium when Rachel got the call from the, from the oh. VA home that her dad had passed away. Wow. And so uh, I told her, sweetie, we will – I know we've already bought these tickets. We've already spent the money. But mm-hmm. if you want to go home right now, we will turn around and go home. Mm-hmm. And she wanted to – and it, it wasn't a selfish thing. She wanted to, to stick around and, you know, have a little fun mm-hmm. before – all this other stuff that was yeah. waiting for her yeah. came uh, just came like a freight train. Right. And so uh, it was the months of dating, definitely up and down, up and down, but we had more good times than mm-hmm. we did bad times. Mm-hmm. Good. And so, like, how did you know it was time to get married? I think, it, I think the frequency of conversation of marriage kept coming up mm. more often. Like we, early on dating, we knew that that was our goal eventually in life was to be married. We both wanted kids. Like we agreed on all of the major decisions. Mm. So once that lined up, we knew we were more compatible to keep getting to know each other, mm. keep continue on dating. And like I said, after my dad passed away, that was when it clicked with me. It was like, okay, this is the guy I know yeah. that will support me no matter what comes. Right, right. And so I think it just kept coming up in our conversations yeah. about getting married and getting things planned. So when he actually did pop the question, it was not a surprise. <laughs> oh, it wasn't? Okay. <laughs> did you try to surprise her? Did you? I tried my very level best. <laughs> I even had my brother and a friend of his meet us mm-hmm. uh, at the boardwalk where I proposed to her. Mm-hmm. And uh, it was them and some other family of mine yeah. And, like, she was surprised they were all there. My brother and I did this super smooth handoff because he had the ring and everything. You <laughs> wouldn't have been able to tell. But then I kind of messed it up when I took her over to the fountains by the hand. And, uh, <laughs> I, get, and I was like, yeah, I just ruined this. Well, no, I mean, at some point it, you will know. You yeah. Know? Like it, yeah. I mean, when you moment. talk about it so often, it's like the everything starts to click. Like, okay, it's going to be here pretty soon. Yeah. So. Yeah. That's cool. Oh. <laughs> um, did, so did you have support in your family, like in your relationship with different people? Mm-hmm. You know, like yes. is this couple still in your life that kind of set y'all up? Do they still help out? Yes. <laughs> yes. 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 Yes, they do. In the biggest, you know, positive sense, yes. Yes, awesome. they're one of our biggest cheerleaders, and I'm thankful to them for setting me up. And mm. They're like a second set of parents to us. Yeah. Aww. And uh, we definitely had a lot of support. We still have a lot of support. My dad loved Cody from day one. Yeah. That was the biggest thing for me. And Cody's family, as I've met everybody, they all jumped on the train with it. And all yeah. of our friends were all supportive of it. So There was there was a time uh, after Rachel's uh, dad had passed away, she was living in the home by herself out mm-hmm. in Mansfield. Um, and some things went wrong with it. And I was on the phone talking with her one one evening, and uh, when I hung up the phone, my mom looked at me and said, "Did I hear all that correct?" And I said, "Yes, ma'am." She said, "Okay, well, um, you get her on the phone right now, and mm-hmm. you tell her to pack her bags, grab her bird, and anything else oh. she wants. The guest room up here will be hers." Oh, come I, on! And I even went and told that to my dad. Wow! And he said, I'll "Tell you what." 
if she fights you on it, you tell her I'll be on my way down there. Pick her up myself. I will pick her up myself. He is. Oh. My family, uh, they have they have been supportive mm. and it, it meant a lot to me. Yeah, that that's huge for them to just like we want to care for mm-hmm. for your girlfriend. No, you weren't even married yet, right? <laughs> right. Yeah, that's awesome. So what has changed since you've been married? Now you guys are married. You're not in the dating phase anymore. You live together. <laughs> Definitely, uh, you know, the real, uh, reality, reality mm-hmm. of marriage has set in. And it's, you know, you, you're you no longer able to just up and go do what you want to do mm-hmm. and not tell anyone, you know. If, we, if I want to go do something with my friends, check with her, hey, do we have anything planned? Mm-hmm. Or if my brother's calling me up, sweetheart, do we have anything scheduled to go do that evening or that day? Mm-hmm. And then it's no longer just making decisions by myself. You know, I have to sit down and consult with her, and we both look at the, the way the pros and cons of. And so the reality of marriage has definitely set in by now, and yeah. you know every day it's we just we work together. Mm-hmm. And definitely, you know, piggybacking on that, like the level of communication definitely has to go get deeper because at this point, when you're married, you're maintaining a household, and yeah. you know you have to work out how your schedules are going to fit together. So mm-hmm. it's a deeper level of communication that you have to figure out where does he communicate at and where do I communicate mm-hmm. at and break it down so the other understands it a lot easier and it's not a dig at myself but my communication is like level one hers is like level 100 Uh, gotcha and so she she has to kind of dumb things down a little bit in order for me to you know better understand you know what it is she's saying what she means by that and then you know get everything get a plan going yeah, that's communication though. That's one of the biggest things mm-hmm. with with couples, especially in married couples, is yeah. like because men and women are so different. Like you can't get around that. Yeah. <laughs> um, what do you think your union solves in the earth? Like God doesn't just put people together for no reason. Like He doesn't just give us good things just to keep for ourselves. You know. So you two being together is great for you, but what do you think? you give or you bring to the world or to the church or the community with you two being together? I think that, you know, there's some testimonies from Cody's past, from my past, from Mm -hmm. our past as a couple that we can use to help others get beyond the struggles that we went through Mm -hmm. and come out on a healthier side, whether it's, you know, different addictions or past abuse, Mm -hmm. things going on you know, we can be there to cheer them on and be like, hey, you can get past this. Yeah. You, you know, you don't have to leave the other behind if you work together on certain aspects. Yeah. So we can use our testimony and help other couples know that it's not the end of something. Mm-hmm. It's just the beginning of a new chapter. Mm-hmm. That's good. Also, to, to add on, to continue what she was saying, uh, we can help set an example like other couples in the church do. The idea of what a... a Christ-centered marriage looks like, how it operates. We can set an example for younger couples who are looking to get married, how Mm -hmm. a man should treat his wife, and how his love for her should reflect Christ's love for the church. And then the same way as a wife uh, follows her husband, Mm -hmm. as he follows God. Mm -hmm. And so definitely uh, 
uh, good examples that we can bring and show to everyone else or show other couples. Yeah. Do you guys feel like, especially with what you received from couples supporting you, that you want to kind of do that for yes, other people, yes. kind of mentor yes, when you ma'am. see people liking each other, like, oh, we can help them. Yeah, yeah, for <laughs> sure, because I'm sitting there thinking, like, okay, their personalities might mesh well. <laughs> but, you know, especially when friends of ours are getting engaged or they're starting a relationship, like, we're there yeah. to cheer them on. If they need support, we're there for, like, hey, pull us off to the side, talk to us, mm-hmm. you know, confide in us, get support, like, whatever you need, we're there for. Yeah. Are you a matchmaker? Is that what you're trying to do? <laughs> I try not to dabble. <laughs> It just might happen. Might strike. (laughs) Um, So, what's the funniest thing your spouse does? Laugh. Like, you think he has a funny laugh? A weird (laughs) laugh? When he's like all out laughing, he starts almost like this. This wheeze. I get real quiet. Yeah. And it just he and no whistles. sound but a, a wheezing. Oh my god. A very faint wheezing. It gets me every out. time. <laughs> and then her, like when we're just when we're just roughhousing, like mm-hmm. just kind of pushing at each other, she does this ah! thing. Oh gosh. Yes. I'm going <laughs> to embarrass you. <laughs> She's like, you didn't have to go there, okay? <laughs> That's that's the privacy of our own home. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry. What about your dog babies? Have y'all, y'all got crazy stories of your dogs? Trinity's a wrestler. A she wrestler. Ju- she jumps off the couch like onto Odin. Oh. Body slams him every day. Oh my gosh. And he's three, four times her weight. Yeah, she. I don't know how much uh, she weighs, but I know Odin's 20, 80 pounds. He's close to eighty Ooh. pounds. We when we first moved in, we waited over a year mm-hmm. for our house in Mansfield to be met, to be put together, assembled, everything, mm-hmm. and we finally moved in. We're like, this is great, you know, brand spanking new. Well, one of our neighbors across the street mm-hmm. come walking over and uh, asked if we wanted to adopt the puppy that he had because he could no oh. longer care for. It. Well, we had the windows up; it was nice outside. And Odin, towards my dog Odin, the big one, mm-hmm. towards new people, he barks. But mm-hmm. once he warms up to you, he's okay. Started so coming through the window. He literally pushed the screen off the window oh. and was hanging halfway out. Oh, yeah. so wait I'm, to get to the to, to get, get to the to, get yeah. to the person. Oh my! And he God. wasn't going to attack him or anything. So oh. Don't don't get me wrong. But I'm thinking, oh my gosh! So I run inside. I pull him back in. Yeah. And I put him in the laundry room. Okay. I'm thinking, okay, he's with inside. a locked door. The back yes. door that leads outside was locked. Okay. And as we're outside talking to the man, guess who come trotting around the side no of the way. house? No way. How do you open the door? I have no idea. He forced a locked back door. <laughs> Wait open. a minute. I can't even find the claw marks. Like, there's no way. What? Was it like a, a handle? No, like door? just a basic doorknob. No way. Yeah, it was locked. <laughs> and he just come trotting around like, hey, everybody. How are y'all? Y'all watch out for him. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> And then Bailey, our outside baby, is ball driven to the max. Mm. She is. But she's so sweet. She is. She'll she'll kind of bark at you at first, be kind of standoffish. Mm-hmm. But once you grab the ball and you bounce it, she oh she is just your best friend. Bad eyelash, giving you kisses. Mm-hmm. What what makes her an outside dog? Like how do you? That our neighbor. 
owned her at first, but because of his job, he's on the road a lot, mm-hmm. and he does, and he wanted to find a new home. Yeah. And we loved her already. She was already used to us and our dog, so we took her on, mm-hmm. and he had her as an outside dog. Oh, okay. And plus, being an intelligent breed, if she ever got bored, she would get destructive. Oh. And so, leaving her outside is the best Gotcha. She's intelligent to the degree that she is outsmarting me, and I'm not proud of that. <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh, goodness. Well, thank you all so much for doing this and, yes, and for sharing your story, sharing your union with other people. I know that God's going to bless that. And there are things that people can learn um, when you talk about what your union could solve for you, Cody, to support Rachel in, like, the toughest time in her life. You know, like, that's what real life is about, you know? Like, that's what real marriage is about. Not just the, oh, we get to hold hands and we get to go on vacations. Like, as you go on, life gets hard. Yeah. You know, and you got to know that, that somebody's going to be there. We've been through two bouts of COVID. We've been through the flu. We've been through a broken finger in surgery. Oh. It's like... <laughs> Had COVID twice. Thought I was going to have to go to the hospital. Smashed my finger under a roll-up door. Oh. for a month and a half. We got married in November. He smashed his finger in January. Oh, nice. So, it was... <laughs> so right to work, wife. Right huh? to work. <laughs> um, one of the things that you know, people look at, some people nowadays look at marriage and they think, oh, this is great, I'm married to my best friend and whatnot, but what you got to understand, you know, that's great and all, but you're going to have, you're going to have trials, you're going to have tests, you're going to have fights and arguments, and there are going to be times that you can't stand to look at each other. There are going to be times that you just can't wait to get home to each other. Mm-hmm. You're going to have your good times. You're going to have your bad times, and you're going to have the lowest times possible. And it's not about who's right in those times. It's mm. not about who said the right things or you know who, was, who did the right thing or whatever. It's about how you both respond to the bad times. Yeah. You, you, the, great, the good times and the great times, that's fantastic. Mm. But when the bad times come, how are you, are you two going to blame each other? Or are you going to come together, accept responsibility for what you contributed to, mm. and then fix the issue together? Yeah. And as a female, we tend to be emotionally based. Mm-hmm. And I've had to figure out that love is not an emotion, yeah. that it's a decision. Yeah. And, you know, sometimes you have to have those ugly conversations for what's been on your mind lately. Where mm. are you at? How are you feeling? And, you know, you have to realize that it's not, marriage is not... Oh, till I'm tired of trying, it's till death do you part. You know, you have to say, I took these vows. It may be rough, but I'm going to stick with it because I made those vows in front of God and everybody that was at our wedding that I'm going to be here through thick and thin because love is a choice. Yes. And it's till death do us part, not till I'm tired of trying. Yeah. And because I don't feel like I love you right now. Right. That's really good. I mean, I think that's the thing. The stick to <laughs> yes, right. No matter what, no matter what, it's not a feeling, it's a choice. That's really good. Thank you guys so much. You're welcome. Thank you. Until next time, tell us thanks for listening. Bye.